The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast Show number 319 on this July the 21st, 2023. Tonight's episode is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com and uh, get uh, great podcasts, great articles for uh, all sports. Football's right around the corner. they got all kinds of stuff going on. And actually, uh, on Saturday morning, probably won't be out, but there's a a good college uh, football preview show up on their YouTube channel. Go to Belly Up Sports uh, YouTube channel. Check that out. Uh, Yeah, Dave, I am a special Friday night edition of the show here. I am in beautiful Vauxhall, Alberta, umpire in chief for the American Legion districts. Uh, Lots of baseball going on like all all summer long, but uh, I'm uh, 1420 on the road. How's things there in in, uh, Left Rock tonight? They're hot, brother. We had about a five-minute thunder shower, uh, which it smells like the mountains here, and it'll be like that for about another ten minutes, and then it's just going to be hot again, and and that's what it does. And, and so it was. I jumped in my car at about two thirty this afternoon, and the car thermostat, which I realized runs a little high, set an outdoor temperature of thirty-seven. I imagine it was like tickling 40 in Vauxhall, Alberta then. Vauxhall, Alberta, I think she was getting close to 57 degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius, actually. It was, it was, it was hot. Like it You're was on hot. Mercury. It was, uh, man, it, it was, uh, it was something else. Breath of wind came up, you were thankful, but then as soon as the, the little breeze went away, it felt, it honestly felt, um, temperature was going up uh, seven or eight degrees every second. It was warm, but it, what are you going to do? Not, it, it's better than it's going to be three months from now. Right. So it's one of those things you take solace in a little bit, realize that uh, October is not very far away and you go, you know what, it's it's warm, you'd be uncomfortable, but there's cold beers right around the corner. So you, you make you make it work. Did you buy those sky blue polo shirts for your crew? Like I asked you to? No, they, uh, they, we did not get those for this tournament. Uh, the guy brought them up there. He, he said, yeah, I got new shirts coming up for you guys from Montana state. And, uh, he had the exact same ones we're wearing yesterday. The black ones going on, but we're getting the, uh, the blue ones will probably show up in October when it is five below, whatever one of those deals. So uh, I'm like, I'm like Costanza who wanted a chair for the security guard. Chair for security guard and the uh, the uh, the Yankees <laughs> the couldn't wear polyester and wear cotton. Where that worked out for old Costanza and everything. I'm, yeah. try- I'm just trying to make your life better, buddy. That's well, it, it was warm, but like the games have been really, really good. Like there hasn't there's been uh, what we have a four three four two six one five two five one two one game, and it's two two one box all across the street right now against Lethbridge. So the games have been great actually for um, fifteen to eighteen year baseball has been going really really quick it's uh getting the umpires out of the uh i mean the strike zones might be a bit big because it's so hot you say oh let's get out of here 
but uh, no, the baseball's been great. The people of Vauxhall have been fantastic in the uh, the uh, 36 hours I've been here so far, staying at the Vauxhall Jets uh, dorm like I'm circa 1992 of the old Notre Dame dorms back here. But yeah, it's it's, it's kind of, it's kind of neat. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's it's good. We're going to the uh, the Corona Tavern tonight for a couple, uh, which will be will be it's, which is actually kind of neat because the tournaments in Vauxhall, but none of the teams are staying in Vauxhall because there's no hotels, right? So they're all they're, all the parents and teams and coaches and whatever they, they go back to Tabor. So the umpires, we got free reign around uh, around Vauxhall tonight. So nobody will know what the uh, what the boys in blue are getting up to. So it should, should be all right. Um, two things. It, it, I it, as a dorm room, I don't see any Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit editions on the walls or anything. Well, the the, 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 the boy, like the the jets are gone, <laughs> right? So I didn't have time to redecorate the room when I got here yesterday. So it's one of those deals. They uh, no, it's it's a really cool dorm. Like it's actually uh, pretty neat the, how they got this all set up. It's uh, it's uh, baseball centric. The baseball fields right across the street, and they got different training. It's it's really it's a really cool thing they got going on here in Boxall. And so it's Lethbridge, Vauxhall, Fort McLeod, and a couple Montana teams. Lethbridge, Vauxhall, Fort McLeod, uh, Medicine Hat, and then you got uh, Haver, Great Falls, uh, Tri-County, which is uh, like Conrad, Libby, that area, uh, and Lewistown. Are, are <laughs> the 18th playing right now. So Lewistown, isn't that in Idaho? No, or Lewistown. Okay. It's Lewistown and Lewistown. Lewistown okay. is Idaho, Lewistown is Montana. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad I'm yeah. glad they're treating you to good ball and and uh, I hope it's not too hot, but it's supposed to be worse tomorrow. Yeah. yeah of course. I, I read that and I, too, I screwed but... up. I got I got the ten o'clock game, but then I got the late plate game to end things off tomorrow night. So uh hopefully it, uh, it's a little cooler tomorrow night. It's it's not bad right now out here. It's a little little overcast, but uh the you know it, it's it's been fun. It's been fun. Get those soaked uh, towels and put them in your cooler. Put them, in, soak them with the ice and put them around your neck. There's no room. Things. That things, those things are full of Bud Lights, man. There's no room for fucking towels. Uh, well, then don't bitch to me about. I'm not bitching. I just said it was hot. Like I don't complain. Uh, I don't complain true. when it's hot. I don't like it's. It's like I said. I, I told a bunch of kids today they were, they were bitching it was hot, and they said, "Yeah." And in two two short months, when the first snowflake falls, we'll be bitching about how cold it is already, right? So just let it be. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You're playing baseball. You know, drink lots of water or Gatorade or whatever, and you're playing baseball. So you could be doing a lot worse things. <laughs> Dave, uh, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been preoccupied with this baseball thing. Lots going on. I haven't watched a lot of sports, but during my travels a little bit, I turn on some different podcasts and uh, I try to stay away from the watching sports because the Yankees drive me absolutely up the freaking wall. Crazy. Uh, but we won't get into them again because that seems to be, it just uh, set, sets me off. But uh, there was a, a lot of talk about NFL running backs and and how they, they're kind of, they're, they're kind of getting eat, uh, squeezed out of the payroll of things and how they're going and they're not they're not uh, getting their uh, dollar value in their own heads and what they're going we compared them i think we were the first ones in the uh, the history of the, the the sports world to compare running backs to uh, nhl goaltenders yeah, and it's kind of the thing where you have an NHL goaltender is, is only as good as they can be, and everything else. But uh, and, and NFL running backs that can go in and out and uh, get out of the the, uh, the realm of things. But the the NFL running back was a, a big topic of conversation around the sports world this week about being underpaid. What's your thoughts on that? Um, you know, I, I get it that um, this is what the market is telling running backs that they have to get paid. And I, I totally understand a, a franchise 
not willing to commit long-term to them. But my problem with the entire situation is this franchise tag. And that's on the union as much as the owners. Get rid of this franchise tag. So what the franchise tag means, like that that I signed if so I'm Tony Pollard. I signed my rookie deal. I've been paying playing for 500 to 1.1 million dollars for the last 5 years. My time is now done. I have done everything asked of me for 5 years and you paid me the 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 amount of money owed to me on the contract that I signed. But now in the NFL when they have this franchise tag the league can say, and now you're working for us one more year at the average salary of the top five at your position, which is going down and down and down. And then I think that's absolute bullshit because now the the player has done his service. He did everything that was asked of him. And now you're telling me that I have to work for one more year at a predetermined figure? Fuck off. If this is uh, unfair to the running backs, like then to just drop the franchise tag. I think that would solve anything. No more franchise tagging running backs. And then now it becomes a wow. free market process that all these owners propose to say, like it's a free market. That's how they get a billion dollars. But now you're telling this employee of yours, even though you did everything I have asked of you, you've got to work one more year for me at a cut rate. See, the, thing, the thing is, is that because, the thing is who's, who thought this was a good idea to begin with? Like at the end of the day, somebody signed a contract. Someone came up with an idea. Someone said, "Hey, this is this the best thing we can get," um, and they signed the deal. And when you go into professional sports or any 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 job in the world, when you sign your sign a contract and you you don't read the dotted line and the the and cross the eyes and dot the t's, this is what you got. And uh, and I I understand that running backs a tough position and, and the like. And NFL football is one of those things that uh, the average career is three years or whatever. It might even be less now, two and a half years. I think they've, they've talked about um, when a guy signs that deal, he, how it got to that point where they, they felt like w- at what point did the players union think this was a good idea to have this contract? Cause was, was there a point where guys were getting longer deals because of this franchise tag? Like you think about the, the other way around to things. No, I, I, I but now that the, uh... Now that it has shifted, like, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, like it, that my main beef here isn't with the owners. My main beef here right now is with the NHL, the NFLPA. Like that's clearly to me the the weakest players association because they bend the knee all the fucking time. No guaranteed contracts and on it goes. Yeah. It's the only sport with that. And it's the only sport that forces you to play for them for a reduced amount. And I say reduced amount because that's why they sign them to a franchise tag because they know in the free market, it's going to be more. And, and, and so they're now by able to franchise tag, all these guys, they're able to keep the market for running backs artificially low. So like the, the, the deck is stacked in the owner's favors and, and these guys, they under, they totally understand they don't have that much of earning potential. So I think after like, if a back is, is able to even last in the league for five years, let them test the free agent market immediately, immediately, because this franchise tag thing is, is doing them wrong. And, and by the very nature of capitalism, one pays someone for someone's services and the the person supplying the services is going to take the best contract for them. 
but this doesn't do it. It, it, it forces them into a, a, a deal that they don't want to do. What's the alternative though, Dave? Get rid of the franchise tag. That's it. That's the only thing they have to do. But why was it? Why was this thing instituted in the first place? What I'm getting at, like if if this was such a because bad, it, if, it, if it's such a bad deal now, why wasn't it a bad deal ten years ago when they first started, or fifteen years ago, whenever this franchise tag first came around? Like at some point, it was a very good idea for a, for for the players' association. Like never. These, these, these things, it, it must have been, or else they wouldn't it, have signed it. it. No, because then the owners would have given back on something like uh, per diems or something. Like this is just. I think the owners have been running this league and, and still are to such a high high rate more so than any other league because there's so many goddamn players that have a vote and then you have for every Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, Pat Mahomes making 30 million plus, you have 50 players making $500,000 a year or less and and they just want a fucking job. And then so they're going to vote yes for everything oh. the owner has. You know, and then, you know, and, and, and I understand, but like the NHL, the, sorry, I keep saying that the NFL PA has to drive it into their heads. I don't know how to say like, we're signing shitty deals for us. We need guaranteed money. We got to get rid of this franchise tag because it's fucking guys out of their, out of their paychecks. Out of well, what they're Dave, I, don't, I don't know if it's fucking guys out of their paycheck. It's actually, I think, and, and I can, we we argue about this before. I, I, I actually, I think what it is is just getting payrolls to what they're supposed to be. It's so ridiculously out of control that guys were getting, making money they shouldn't have been making. Now that the the actual market value is getting to where they should be, like we talked, you you sent me that message about uh, Samsonov for the the Ilya Samsonov, the goalie for the Leafs. He was uh, he wanted uh, he wanted. Seven million. Four, the Leafs I think said four point nine. Yeah, whatever. And then the Leafs said no. Like fuck off. You're just a goalie. Like whatever. We'll get somebody else to do it. Like I, I think that the 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 salaries got so high, and now that there is such a a um, the the line between a great player and a good player isn't that that huge anymore. Right, because you have serviceable guys that can play play in a position that don't need to make nine million bucks, ten million, fifteen million, whatever it is. And I just think that that owners are like, okay, that guy is we 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 won with him, and that guy's making this and this. Well, why am I paying this much money? And only one team wins a year, and so what? Why am I paying other than the superstar guy? And maybe that should be the franchise tag, and that's how you can pay this one guy. That like like change change the franchise tag around. You can get one player on your team that if you want to give him fifty million, sixty million, seventy, a hundred million dollars, you get one friend like for the franchise. You get that because the rest of the players are now they're, they're so they're so close in skill level now in every sport that it doesn't make that much of a difference to the ownerships or GM or whatever it is, in my opinion. I don't know. No, and I agree with that. I like, I agree with everything you just said, but like the, like Fuck, we've been the show. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, like the differences are now like the Samsonov, this is arbitration. So the arbiter gets to say, he sits down with the lease. Oh. Why do you think you want to pay him two and a half? And he listens to the, oh, they listen to the, the agent of the goalie, like, why do you think you're worth 4.9? The GM says, well, here's why he's not. And then it, it's and, a pissing and, match. Yeah. And then the arbiter says, okay, no, I agree with uh, the player. You have X number of days to sign him. And if you don't, he's a free agent. That's just do that with the running backs. 
you know, and you're not, we're not, I don't think these running backs are asking for eight year deals because they know they're not going to last eight years. They're going to ask for a, for a, for a heavy, uh, two, two year deal. So right? why, and, so, and I so think, like, I'm, I'm going to ask you once again, why was this deal made 15 years ago that this happened? Like what, 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 what benefit was well, that, it to anybody on, on the, I, on the I, player like side? I, I think it was because of the masses that don't make um, good money. And when I say good money, I mean underneath $750,000 a year. And the, and the NFL is just littered with that. And I get it. That's a good, that's a good wage. That's a good wage. But it's only for three you years. Make, so it's, your, your, your you entire life's that. work is gone in right. three years. Like I, I get it. I get it. And you it, might, and, and a lot of them are going to be hurt and have things. And because you didn't play enough games, you don't have medical coverage. Like I, I get it. Get all that shit. And, and, but that's what I'm saying. And just make it a free market system. No more franchise. Like no, you have to work with me for but this the, much. The, and the thing don't is, have a Dave. Choice. The thing is, Dave. You're 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 crying and you're you're crying over uh, and playing the, the fiddle for a guy still making eight million bucks a year. This franchise tag thing doesn't affect the guy making five hundred grand. Like you're you like for everything you described has not helped the the fucking the the eight hundred thousand dollar guy at all. It's it's still the ten million dollar running back. Like everything you described has not helped out the lower paid guy at at all. Nothing. Remove the franchise tag. Let him. Let him go. Like so. Like, what do you want but, me to but do? There's only Some one. I, there's only one franchise no, tag, correct? No, I get it. Yes, you're right. So okay. what? What? Like, the, what about the the the, the 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 lineman who's there for two years? You haven't defended his his income at all. So the, all well, you're doing why is should I like? No, 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 but no. All you're no, doing no, is no. putting more money into a running back. You're saying give a running back a running back more money. Who blocks a running back? I'm not saying give a running back more money. I'm saying let him test the system. Let him test the free market. So who's testing like the system? The system is rigged against guys they don't want to pay. Kirk Cousins did it in, in Washington Kirk for two Cousins years. Kirk Cousins is fine. No, I'm not saying he's not. But then let let the market decide how much you're worth. Don't let, don't let your employer. But there's only one you. franchise player per team. I know, and they're doing it all the running backs for fuck's sake. You know, that's why we're running backs are still making at least five million bucks a year, at least. Yeah, yeah, but they're and they're underpaid. Well, and you got fuckers like um, uh, you got wide wide outs making fifteen million dollars a year. You got DBs making nine to fifteen million dollars a year, and the running back doesn't even have the chance to make that money because they're being artificially kept down. By the franchise tag. Because the game's a passing game now, though, right? Really? It, I, I, get, I get it. But like then running backs aren't that valuable. The mar- then let them test the market. Well, I, I, them how I, I agree. Like, if, 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 but there, there's guys smarter than us that are saying, if we just, we can get another running back and we can use him for another year, why not? And the guys smarter than us are working for the NHL, not the, uh, sorry, the NFL, not the NFLPA. That's my point. Let yeah. them test the market. Don't tell them how much they were they're worth. Let someone else. And then NFL, they should just get. They should go baseball style. No salary cap. And, and like, there's your cap. And then you. Have I don't think it would cap. matter that much in the NFL. To be honest with you, they're all billionaires. No. It wouldn't matter. But then, then why are why are they quibbling over uh, four, four or five million dollars a year for a running back? Well, if it doesn't matter, I mean, rich people like money, right? So if you don't got to give it away, they don't. 
and they're not. Right, and, and, I, they, and, and they don't, and they won't. Right? Yeah. It's just one of those things. I, I get it, because if I, I'm getting this production of that guy and this production of that guy, why am I going to pay any more? Like it, it's I I get it to an extent, you know, but like I don't like it. Like it I, I think it's it's not not right that like I think if you're a top thirty at any trade, whatever you do in the world, you should be paid as a top thirty trade in the world, right? No matter what it is, and and for, for these guys not to get money, not be able to go out and 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 well, because there's only the one league, right? And like the, the, and that's how it is. Like at least the like I mean the NHL they gave it a shot, not the NHL so much, but the KHL. There was guys back in the '90s and to early 2000s there that were going to the KHL that were getting paid good money from the Russian mafia for that league startup. So there was an opportunity for other players to make money in in that league. The NFL has the market cornered so badly and like the usfl and the xfl and whatever else fucking leagues they got um the football players have kind of done it to themselves and the, and football fans have kind of done it to not themselves but they, they made the nfl so big owners don't give a fuck what do and they care and it's and it's you it's not an international sport it's, it's not USA the one country it. plays it you other know. than a few kickers from australia it's, a, it's <laughs> and that's and it's, it, it's true it is, and the odd lineman or, or or kicker from Canada, and that's and that's about it. Like, and that's it. There's, so there's some skilled receivers uh, from Canada, but that's that's few and far between. You bet. It's, this is an American sport, and and they they've made the rules, and and this is how it is. But the, my back to the original point. Uh, no, I I agree that they shouldn't. That that franchise tag is ridiculous. And like I like back when I didn't, uh, we weren't doing this podcast. I, I, and this is like when the franchise tag first came out. I thought, geez, get, I'm the franchise guy. That's a, that's a pretty good deal. I'm the franchise. Yeah. I get paid as much as, as possible. Nope, turns out it isn't that way. Complete opposite. Nope. Yeah, it's, well, it's not the opposite. But like, you're not getting paid what you're worth because if we were paying what you were worth. Then we went franchise tag. You. Would you be against that? Uh, you get you can pay one guy as much as you want. Like if you want to give one guy a hundred million dollars a year, go ahead. It doesn't hurt your cap. And it counts whatever. to ten, or like it counts to ten, ten percent or, or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck. Let her buck. Like, like have think- a max what that guy can make. Like have the max franchise tag, whatever sport it might be. If I want to give Connor McDavid twenty million bucks a year, I give him twenty twenty million bucks a year. And have that as the, the max level. Are you against that idea? Not at all. But then you Find still it. have, well, my max guy is only making 16. Or do you have to have one $20 million guy? You have to have a max guy. You have to have a max guy and he's your guy. Yeah. Oh, that would be like, a pissing match in the locker rooms, wouldn't it? Oh, would it? And then you think about a team like Arizona that trades for all these retired contracts to make the floor. They still be paying for 20, 20 million. <laughs> he's still better than all those other fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and then now all of a sudden eight million like it might be a retired guy who's their max guy yeah chris pronger and now still. They got, yeah yeah now they got never even never even wore a coyote's jersey it's to be the highest paid player yeah only the he only actually still might be who knows i don't know it's, it's, it's the only signature they've seen in his is on the back of a paycheck it's uh it's nuts like you, you just wonder like it and I, we've talked about this a lot like i think it's actually like the owners and gms and ceos and the budget crunchers everybody else they're they're looking at the dollars and cents more and more and they're like we're just not paying for this anymore we're not we don't we don't need to like we don't need yeah. to and well it could be because nfl is just a machine right like and i i it came out and they're 
Jesus, I can't remember. It was like $17 billion they've made this year. They made profit. The NFL as an organization. That's a lot of dinero, man. Yeah, it's That's like a WCBL lot. umpire. It's just about that much in a podcast. It really comes down to it. Yeah, it's, like a, it's a lot of money. Just decimal place. Yeah, it's it a is lot a lot of money. of money. And then, like, so why nickel and dime these guys that only have a five-year career, right? Like, they've given you the five years. And, there was and that, it doesn't uh, make sense to me. There was that show that uh, Deanne watched, and then I, I caught onto it on Netflix or HBO or whatever it was called, Succession. And it really shed a light on, like, like not rich people, but disgustingly rich people, how they operate. And it's it's something I don't understand, right? Like, I'll never, I, I never will. But, like, there's... And, there's, and just how it all works. And it's just, like, it, it doesn't make logical sense. Like, I've how much it, money, it's, like how it's much money do you world. possibly, not, it's, it's not even a, a possibly need. Like they're talking about losing a billion dollars. They're like, oh, well, what happened? Like, whatever. They'd rather, they'd rather not, but. You know, there was, uh, the other day they were talking, I was listening to Colin Cowherd and he had Derek Jeter on and they were talking about war. It's always going back to Otani, but don't want to get on that, uh, that train again. But they were t- talking with Jeter about, uh, you know, what, would he go here? Would he go there for, for $20 million less? Like when you're making $600 million, what's uh if you're making 580 what's 20 million dollars and jeter said well it's 20 million dollars like it's still 20 million dollars right and he said yeah. in his cool jeter way he's like he's it's still 20 million dollars like it's still will set somebody up really yeah. well right so mm-hmm. it's it's crazy like and the money the, the advertising and all that makes the world go around it's absolutely insane like we'll never figure it out and we we don't know how the in, ins and outs work and and winning and losing doesn't really mean a whole bunch to most of these owners when they do win when they do fall in a can of warm soup or and win one they're they're happy and they get the super bowl trophy before anybody else does because that's who's the most important person on the team is the owner which is really really prevalent in the nfl it is it is like it, it, every every, it is. every every sport except for hockey for hockey the owner gets it first right and so it's really obvious who the most the most the mvp of every every team is is the owner and the, the only reason why there's teams and leagues is for owners to make more money and that's it and it's shitty it's really shitty and, and that's this this uh franchise tag I'll, i i don't understand it why like, I, I, I i just want i'd like to know over. why it got proposed originally. Like yeah, who and it's said? Been a thing. Like who said we need this to the owners? Like why well, did it come about? I think it was a thing. Was uh, the players' union says we want this, and then the owners say no, you can't have this, but this is what we'll do. And then how the players signed off on it, like fifteen years ago, I don't know. I don't know, but this franchise team is fucking their. Uh, it's 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 fucking their membership of the NHL, uh, the NFLPA, because um, even like you, said, you're such you, a big NFL fan. You say NHL every time. I don't know why <laughs> I do that. It's fucking weird, but nonetheless, the the PA like big even, big like, big fan, big fan. And like say Brock Purdy, last a couple of years, he was uh, what what would we find? I looked it up. The 39th high paid, highest paid quarterback. Uh, last year, or, 80, grand or but it, yeah, it's it's it was ridiculously low, and then so now like so he 
outperforms his rookie deal and they made a ton of money and wins against him. Let's pretend he progresses. And then now they're going to franchise him, tag him. Like he's been underpaid. Like, so he was like for whatever fucking 500 grand he made last year, he was clearly underpaid. Yeah. He was clearly underpaid. And, and, and I get it. Like, that's just where you got drafted. This is a contract you have to sign. I'm not bemoaning that, but I, I will be- never, ever be against rookie deals. Yeah. Never. No, and, 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 and I understand that the owners need protection from themselves. I'll, I'll give them that because Jamarcus if Russell, you think right? if, if there wasn't the, the backhanded crooked deals that would happen on draft day. Oh man. You bet. You know, and I, it would like, be bad. once again, yeah. I'm not bemoaning that, but once they, once they fulfill that rookie deal, they should be immediate. If they're not re-signed with the team that they signed for, they should become immediate free agents. They shouldn't have to demand another year of service being underpaid. Yeah, and if they, a, and, and if they're, I, yeah, I didn't know the ends outs of it until uh, Dave explained it to him in his fine form here in the 1420 sports bar podcast. I'm a teacher at heart. There you go. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead? Or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more special Friday night edition from beautiful Vauxhall, Alberta. Uh, Dave Mika Kiprasov had his jersey. Well, not yet, but he was announced earlier this week that uh, his number 34 is going to the rafters right beside Kent Hare's favorite uh, favorite goaltender, Mikey Vernon. Uh, long overdue, in my opinion. I think Kiprasov's twice the goalie that Vernon ever was. Never got that elusive Stanley Cup and everything else. And, uh, but one of those things. But uh, it's nice to see Kiprasov. It's kind of funny that his two of his teammates are in charge now for the Calgary Flames with uh, Craig Conroy and Jerome McGinley kind of pushed the envelope over the desk and said, this is happening right away. Uh, it's kind of funny how that all worked out with Kiprasov going to the Raptors at the Saddle Dome, how long that's going to be around, who knows, but uh, rightly deserved Kiprasov going into the Raptors at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. For sure it's deserved. Like uh, both you and I, and we talked about it with Dave and Kent on uh, the Mike Vernon. Uh, Mike Vernon episode of the Port Podcast. Episode, uh, yeah. Jesus <laughs> um, Christ. I like three of the four of us believe Kiprasov's the best goalie that the Calgary Flames had ever wore the flaming sea. And, and I can't imagine anyone. And the other guy doesn't know anything, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. And the other guys are not smart. You, I, I hope you're stupid. Um, it's so good. And then, you know, uh, I, I found out about it listening to those barn burner guys again. And, and it's funny. It's it's awesome. It's a really good episode to listen to because Rhett Warner himself was a teammate of Kipper on those yeah. things. And and he told stories about Kipper, how competitive he was. Didn't really want to work out or anything, but like he was he was dedicated to his craft. He did more game tape and he was ready for games and a competitor. And 
and I never knew this, like the one year for the flames, I think it was a year after they did their Stanley cup run that, um, he won the Vesna trophy and he big lead the ceremonies. I'm not fucking corner. Yeah, I'm good. I'm waste of my time. That is so awesome. And, and they talked about like how his retirement ceremony is going to go. I was like, you think he's going to show? I fucking hope so. Why wouldn't he be? And then Warner's talking about, which made me think as well. Warner's talking about the the text chains that now he's involved with, like guys getting together and what are we going to do is like, who talks to Kipper and, and like, so what, what's, what's going to be better being in the building for the Jersey going up to the rafters being in the bar the night before or being uh, like, yeah, uh, like uh, the bar the night before or the invite, the weekend party, whatever it is and (laughs) way better because Because Kipper's going to for sure want to go fishing with, 10 or 12 guys. Smoke like, cigarettes, I don't know. right? And everything Smoke else. cigarettes and catch no, fish. Uh, when Chris Pronger got his jersey retired with the St. Louis Blues recently, uh, Jamie McLennan on Overdrive, he was he was invited by, he goes, he said, yeah, I'm more excited than the party, what we're going to do on Friday night at an old, the old stomping grounds where the Blues play, like they, they would drink beers and hang out. He goes, I'm way more excited than, than watching his jersey go to the rafters, like going, going to a bar with the guys and stuff. Like what? Because those ceremonies are so regimented so do this do this do this goes up shake hands go on tv then you got to do an interview and then i'm it's it's over yeah so, and then you got the weekend prior to the, the weekend yeah. of like if they, if they do it on a monday that's saturday sunday that's go time man go time yeah because they'll do it on a game where uh it's they need a draw, right? So Minnesota or Arizona's in town. Yeah. So that's going to be the night it happens. And that's so it's probably going to be a Wednesday night. So like the weekend starts for those boys on Sunday. Everybody flies in on Sunday. Yeah. We have been. And then and even if Kipper's it. not involved, yeah, there's going to be some, there's going to be some, uh, some establishments in Calgary close private function signs on the door, I'm, I'm guessing. Yes, and uh, if the Cowboys would still exist, that would be number, <laughs> the number one spot uh, guaranteed. No, the, the re- getting your retired jersey by a team that you that you're with for a long time, and you uh, you put your heart and soul into it, even though you might not win, you become part. And this might sound a little ridiculous. Sometimes you like you become so much of a part of the community and such a um, uh, Jesus, a staple in the whole in the franchise. You guys are there so long, and you might because not every team wins, obviously, because winning is really hard and everything else. But getting your retired jersey, I think that's got to be. I think it's got to be just about second fiddle um, on the rung of things. To if you don't win a Stanley Cup, getting your your, your jersey retired by, by the team you played for a long time, I think that's got to be number one behind winning a Stanley Cup. Well, yeah, and I, which made me think about that. You know, like number one. You want your name on the Stanley Cup. I think number two, you want um, to make the Hall of Fame. I think Stanley Cup is more important than the Hall of Fame. And I think then three is uh, Jersey retired by your by your team. Because if you don't have one and two and you still get a three, that's that's pretty goddamn important. That 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 shows the the the, the dedication that you there's, there's the a lot more jerseys retired than hall of famers right oh without a doubt like uh i, I looked on wikipedia today uh, i had a little bit of time and i didn't go through the entire list there's a ton of them that that i would say this is just me guessing 25 percent of the jerseys retired by a franchise are not in the hall of fame 
And I, I did write a couple down. Like, so one is uh, Wendell Clark. Wendell Clark has his jersey retired by the Leafs. He's not a Hall he, of Famer. He's no, a Hall of he, really good. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's a, he's, he's a Leafs icon. Yeah, without a doubt. So, like, I think that's the perfect example of a player that deserves to have his jersey retired by the yeah. franchise, but not a Hall of Famer and not a Stanley Cup winner. And, and like, you know, that that franchise has been around for 130 fucking years. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, Clark is such an icon still. Like you see, you go to you a Leafs game, no matter what. There, there's a Clark jersey somewhere, and then Clark, you, he's on, he's on TV talking about Leafs. He's on radio talking about Leafs. All he, he's an icon for sure, and he's uh, definitely a. It's it's too bad he had to make a couple stops throughout the National Hockey League on different franchises because you, you think of Wendell Clark, you think of the Leafs. Oh yeah, without a doubt, and, and not you a know, Quebec Nordique for Matt Sundin, right? Or an Islander, right? And, yeah, and that kind of shit. Yeah. And, and, and he never was. And maybe that's because that was the days before all access NHL. And I almost said NFL, uh, all access NHL. No, Cause that's just for you actually um, like you're talking about some NHL, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we didn't get to see Wendell Clark every Saturday night because he was playing for the Islanders. Cause he was playing for the, yeah. the Nordique. Right. And, 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 Obviously, playing for Toronto, you get a lot more coverage, and and I I think it's deserved that the Leaf organization actually retired his number, even though he's not a Hall of Famer and he doesn't have his name on the Stanley Cup. And I think it's a fun conversation because here's a here's a here's another name. Rod Brindamore has his number retired. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Who retired his jersey? Carolina or Philly? Carolina, yeah, he's a, he's a legend in Carolina. Won a Stanley Cup there. He's a he's a legend in Carolina. He's such a legend. They made him the coach for fuck's sakes. He uh, got traded in the, the old the 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 legend that uh, the, the Brindamore trade or getting him sent out of Philadelphia was with that, that Lindros slept with his wife. And that Lynn and that Brindamore, yeah, that was, I remember Brindamore, that movie, yeah. Brindamore bitch slapped, beat up Lindros in the, in the Flyers dressing room. And Lynn and uh, Brindamore was on the next train, the next train out of Clarksville ended up in, uh, in Carolina, in Carolina. Yeah. I, I, re- <laughs> I remember that because, uh, and, it, like, and that's one of those stories Dave, that, that, that hasn't got less steam over the years. Right. So there's, Truths to no, it, no but untruths. Like there's three sides, obviously, right? But, well, and this was before even uh, social media, though. Like you and I heard oh, yeah. that via the grapevine, right? Yeah. And and so, and I've heard I had another source the other way, uh, from the Lindro side that uh, they said that was bullshit. So, and then it was it's funny and like and I don't know I'm just hearing two different stories. Yeah. So three sides, that, right? That's so when yeah. yeah, that's when Lindros was. Uh, on a rehab assignment with the Philadelphia Phantoms or whatever. Yeah, rehabbed his face from fucking Rod the Bod's fist. Yeah. All I know is he uh, had a black eye the next morning, and 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 different stories uh, emerge of how he obtained said black eye. Well, I told you, I think I've told you this story probably a thousand times because that's what I do because I repeat stories because I want to hear, hear myself talk. Was when I told Rod Brindon where he got traded for Landros. At my grad, grad oh, yeah, 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 in yeah, 1992, did, yeah. that fucking big prick, he was going to kill me. Eh? Like, I didn't weigh 140 <laughs> pounds. And that son of a bitch, he said his heart sunk when I got traded. I told him he got traded to Quebec. Holy <laughs> fuck, did I laugh. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's part of the Lindros what? trade. Jesus Christ. Oh, you, you got to be uh, be careful of who you... Uh, yeah, fuck, he was mad. Say that shit, too. Afterwards, he was he calmed down. He came up to me, this great fuck, six foot four, 230 pounds, and I'm six foot two, 140. He's going to fucking kill me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're pretty quick, though, aren't you? No, no. Slow, not tough, and uh, not agile. Really, it comes down to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got another one. I want to keep going on this. I think another well-deserved one that it doesn't even like he's if, if, uh, if Wendell Clark is licking the jar, this guy, Chris Neal, he's looking at the hall of fame with binoculars. Chris Neal did he, he, Jersey retire with the Ottawa centers. Did he not? Yeah. Just recently. Just I wouldn't let, year. I wouldn't let, have that guy stick on a wall. <laughs> but and then, you know what I or his hockey you. card or anything i completely agree with you but i understand how a fan uh how a fan base and franchise wants to acknowledge the con- contributions that he made to the team and but that shows because, the utter you know, mediocrity of your franchise of chris neal's going to the rafters forever <laughs> forever like he's one of the, but that's okay. Cause they've like, been, cause they're, they're not a new franchise anymore. They, they came around in 92. I think it was 92, 30 93. Years now, yeah. so they're 30 years. Chris Neal's one of the greatest players to play for your franchise. I want uh, a, a heart, a heart and soul guy is Chris Neal. I see. If someone gave me his autograph stick, I would go and shoot fucking rocks with it on the street. I have he's zero terrible. issue. I have, I have zero issue with the, it's franchise not his fault. His number. It's not his fault. He gave his heart and soul. He was gritty and he played for the team. And I, I don't know what he's done off the ice, but I got to guess it's a lot for, for the franchise yeah. to want to recognize. You can only go way. to so many and, Ronald McDonald house charity events. He's still got to be a good hockey player, man. Like fuck off Chris Neal. Going well, well, he, he, well, he played for 14 years, right? That's an accomplishment in and of itself. Don't that means the rest of the team was shitty too. They couldn't get anybody no, else to I'm go not. to Ottawa. I just, I just keep Neil. You made the team again. So, you made the team. Yeah. Again. So let's make a thing. Like, who deserves a number retired more, Chris Neal or Max Domi? Because it's kind of the same player, right? No, Domi's got a little more skill. Or are you saying Ty Domi or or, or Crystal or Max Domi? No, the 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 dad. That's the dad. Ty. Ty Domi. Ty. What did I say? Uh, I think that if it's at least in okay. If the Leafs were around the same amount of time as Ottawa was, like or is like thirty to thirty years, because the Leafs have a long story history, right? They've been around for hundred years. If, if the yeah. Leafs were around for thirty years, the same way the Ottawa Senators are, Ty Domi goes to the, the Raptors before fucking Chris Neal goes to Raptors in Ottawa. Well, he did nothing. Well, he obviously was a contributor. He's not even an iconic anything. Well, in in in, in Ottawa, he is. Here's another one. Here's number twelve A for the Van- entire place. Woo! Number twelve for the Vancouver Canucks. I don't even know who that is. Not a Hall of Famer, Stan Steamer. Oh, Steamers! Steamers going to the rafters. <laughs> Steamers. So you're okay with Vancouver. him? Steamer. Stan Steamer Steel? at least went to the finals a couple of times. The captain, the whole bit. Steamer goes to the rafters, guaranteed in Vancouver. 
But you know what? He might like, he might not go to the Raptor GM place. They might put him up at a, at a whoever plays at the fucking the Pacific Coliseum. Now there'd be a, a ceremony of four, but Steamer should be in the uh, in the Raptors at uh, at the Pacific Coliseum. Oh, if he can lift, he's a puck, good player. If he can lift the puck, then the Flames don't win that Stanley Cup. Yeah, right? Steamer was oh, a good player. Oh, Bernie made that, that Bernie, save in overtime. That's where that's where Ken Hare got his uh, Kent, oh, his Mike Vernon heart on there because of Stan fucking Smeal. Vernon did win the cup for the Flames right there. That was yeah, in round yeah, one. They, they would have been out. They would have been out. For they sure. would have been out. Stan Smeal. Yeah, he's a, a, I, he's not even a Canuck Hall of Famer. He's just a Canuck legend. There's a big See? difference, right? Like, there's a Hall no, of Fame means you're a really good player. If you're yeah. a Canucks, if you're a legend of the team, there's a, there's an aura around you. Does that make sense? See, and why? Could, yeah, but like, so don't just apply that same logic to what you said about Chris Neal. I don't know enough about Chris Neal. I shouldn't. I shouldn't <laughs> be smirched Chris Neal from a dorm room in Box, Alberta, on a Friday night. And you love bad uniforms, and those uniforms they were sporting those years were the worst oh. ever. That the Flying V was fucking terrible. I'm going to give you one more. Um, Chris Phillips has his jersey number retired. Oh yeah, by what team? Ottawa Senators. You're right. Like, why does he? Why isn't? Why First isn't overall he, pick was there forever. Uh, no, didn't he? Like, I thought he won the cups with Chicago. Who am I thinking? No, of? he never played for. He never. He never won a cup. He played in. Oh, in, in sorry. Ottawa. I mixed up Chris Phillips and uh, and uh, Seabrook in my brain. Yeah, no, sorry, Phillips they were was both in, Yeah, Phillips yeah. was a, a a first overall pick. Uh, Ottawa and he was good. He played a really good player. Not a great player. Didn't kids. like never. I think he actually he um he two actually, gold medals. His no no uh, world juniors. But no his, no he for sure won an Olympic gold medal. No, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna tap his man. You you talk and I'll look. He definitely was a uh, a hall like he's a he's an all time great in Ottawa. First overall pick. Um, his 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 career is exactly what his career should have been. Really good really, player, really, solid really good. player, really good player, not a Hall of Famer, solid guy back on the point, uh, around forever, uh, good guy all around. Yeah, no, he was a really good player. No, you're right. He did not win Olympic gold. I thought he did. No. He won uh, two World Junior Golds yeah. and two Silvers at the World Championships, Yeah, which means your team isn't making the... Uh, so you didn't make the playoffs. Never made if, the playoffs. If, if you win World Championships, <laughs> your team sucks. <laughs> Captain Ryan Smith, right? The, uh, does Edmonton retire Ryan Smith? Hey, so Smitty, Ryan Smith, which should the Oilers retire his jersey? Yeah. You think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, no, no. Doug actually, you know what? Actually, you know what? They can't. They can't. The uh, the bar is set too high, right? And that's the problem with a a, a team like Ottawa, right? Like yeah, you the bar set someone. the bar set way too high in Edmonton for him to be. You, you can't put Gretzky. Uh, coffee, curry, Messier, and then Ryan Smith. It just doesn't work that way. <laughs> we get it. It's a Grant Fuhrer, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah. And with 14 career goals, Ryan Smith, number 94. <laughs> no, he had a 50 goal year that one time. Oh, no, maybe goals. 40. Maybe 40. I think he had a and with three career year. playoff appearances, Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith, Captain right. Canada. Captain like, Canada, you know, because his that team doesn't sucks. fucking count. 
That doesn't yeah. fucking count. Your team sucks. <laughs> One of those things. No, the Hall of Fame's funny, and then red jersey retirements, and it's funny because like you, if you go to town to town, oh, he's great, and you're like, I don't know who the fucking guy is. Like you look up, look up, look up at the Raptors. Did he? Who? Who's that guy? What? Like, oh, yeah, local legend. Bring out your phone, right? Local legend. Can't stand a fourth. All right. Yeah, it was funny. I like it though. I like the fact that a team can honor a, a person. No, and, that and had like a you're a local goal. legend and you're everything else. I get it. I totally mm-hmm. get it. But if you're if you're not very like you're not good, like you, I think you should be allowed to be laughed at a little bit. Like Chris fucking Neal, Jesus Christ. Whereas He's Kipper, like, both of us are so agreed upon. Like the the conversation. I don't think there's one person throughout the hockey world because Kipper had such a great the, that play that one playoff run made made, made a, a life for that guy. Really, Here, like we, it made it, were, it made that guy's life. Oh yeah, in ten years, right? He like was, in, but that that one playoff run in, in 03, when they almost won, when they actually did win, but the cut, the goal didn't count, and everything else. That one year, because he was in San Jose, just trolling around, doing nothing, not very good, or not playing then, at all. And then he and got then, traded to Calgary. And then and Sutter Roman got him Turk. in Calgary, and that that changed his life. Roman Turek got hurt. And then he caught fire. Roman right? Turek. He was awful. <laughs> oh, but he was you, just big. Should, I don't know when the episode was. I don't know if it was the 19th or 20th. You should you should uh, actually people like, that are interested to to listen to look be, listen behind the curtain. Um listen to those guys on Barn Burner podcast talk about yeah. uh Kiprasov is awesome. And that Rhett Warner, like he cannot wait here. And I got another time. They're going to have a time. Does Dion Phaneuf get any, an invite? Uh, I think he has to. Yeah. Does he have to? He'll be on the ice with a Jersey on. Come on. All the guys that are, they'll have their jerseys on to when Kipper's out there. I think, I think Phaneuf's out there. I don't think so. We should look. We should look at betus.com. We should. Uh, we should actually do a. Uh, as we get into the August month here, biggest nozzles in franchise history, and Fanuf would be on that for not oh. only not only the Flames but the Leafs as well. Oh yeah, him and A Rod can hang out like literally. Oh, A Rod, like fuck off. Yeah. But A Rod was a way better player than Fanuf ever. Was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. A Rod's a Hall of Famer. Fanuf said. Fuck off. I felt embarrassed. I remember the back in the day when they did those those outdoor games uh, uh, lead up to on HBO, yeah. uh, narrated by that guy, and uh, the Leafs were on, and they went behind the scenes with Fanuf, and it's just like Jesus, like he his let bow people... tie and stuff. Oh Christ! In his Idiot. closet, and it was just like put it. Alicia away. Cuthbert's his wife, right? Yeah. Yeah, and and and. It's it's no criticism of her. It's just like Jesus. Can you be any bigger of a douche? Sticky and, was telling me. I can't believe we're fucking <laughs> what Sticky Chad Gray said. But what this is heard? this is years and years ago. This Sticky played in the summer hockey thing with Dion Phaneuf. He said that guy was a prick back then, and his he made his mom carry his hockey bag. <laughs> that was that was Sticky's wisdom right there. That's Which is a pretty good. telling thing, right? Yeah. Like, Made his mom carry his hockey bag. Could you imagine Sticky smoking a dart in a in a joint and having a whiskey all at once? Tell me that story. Fuck did I laugh? So I that must have been they were like like 15, 16 year old. 14, 15, yeah. 
Yeah. And so Phaneuf must have been uh, like a foot and a half taller than him too. At that Still time. is. That Sticky's point. actually shrunk. Yeah. Sticky's 3'8 <laughs> Sticky's now. Oh, come on. Sticky's 3'8 and he looks like Tom Cruise in Philadelphia. For I bet he has an age to date though. No, he has. He oh, has. he has? Yeah. I can't wait to see. No, he he hasn't. He's, he's funny. He's still sticky. I imagine yeah. he you is. can talk to that guy for a week. Don't know what the fuck we're talking about, but he'll keep talking. <laughs> Dave, uh, fun show tonight. I got to hit the road here. I got uh, some uh, duties to take care of here in Box Alberta baseball tournament stuff. What do you got going on the rest of the weekend? Um, believe it or not, we have a weekend off from baseball. So the wife <laughs> and I and the boy are going to go down to Montana. Wife and boy are going to stay for a couple more days. I'm going to come back on Sunday. Going down, going down tomorrow. Yeah. Just spend the night and whatever. Yeah. Spend the night, whatever. Uh, my wife's uh, brother who lives in um, Saudi Arabia is there. So I get to see him for my 24 hours of the, of the yep. year. And like we text each other, obviously, but uh, yeah, looking forward to it. And a uh, little, little water time, little, little family time. It's going to be good for the bones. And the brain. Well, that's good. Get away. It's always I good, do, a good thing. I do have a quick would you rather. Okay, let's you do it. it. Okay. So who would you rather be with all, all the, uh, the, with all the shared memories, whatever? Like, this is the life that you had to leave up to your point. You bring out your license. Would you rather your license say Steve Bartman or Zach Hampel? Bartman. Bartman uh, wrongfully accused of a uh, Moise Lou uh, lie because Lloyd Lou was not catching that ball in the 2003 playoffs. Uh, Bar- that Zach Hamill is just an absolute idiot. When I actually, I have a Zach Hamill story. Me and my brother were at uh, Yankee Stadium 2017. And this guy that we were sitting next to, we were sitting in section 103. And this guy said, I fucking hate that guy. And then, oh, that's that Hamill guy, baseball guy, right? Catches all the kids. For people who don't know, he catches he catches home run balls. He's got thousands of them. He's thousands, like yeah. 10,000 is what yeah, I It's heard. crazy how many baseballs this guy got. And then my brother, my brother Mike's not a, a violent guy at all. Like, not like he's the calmest, nicest person in the world, would never ever wish harm or inflict harm on anybody. And my brother told this guy from the Bronx, he goes, why don't we just fucking sucker punch that cocksucker? He said, and the guy, this guy from the Bronx, like what? He goes, you go and talk to him. I'll go on the other side. Mike says, I'm a left-hander. I'm a southpaw. I'll just fucking drill him one. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Guy, <laughs> like, this, that got pretty extreme quick. Right. Uh, but no one likes that guy. No matter what building he goes to Bartman got a, a bad rap. I'd rather have the, uh, the, but there are still people who don't like Bartman Cubs fans, right? They still think it's his fault, but I'd rather be Bartman than, than Zach Hample for sure. I hear what I'm on a 30 for 30. And I, I, and I, and I, and I completely agree with what you're seeing, but poor Bartman who really did nothing wrong. All he was doing was being a fan. He was in the wrong right. seat at the wrong time being a fan. That's all he was doing. Exactly. That could have been Brent. That could have been Dave. Like yeah. We would have stood up and tried to catch that ball as well. 100%. And you're right. Moises was never going to make that catch. And so the fact that he had to put up with 25 years at of least, abuse, yeah. thank Christ, social media wasn't a thing back then. Because he would have had to change his name. And like, And he was... He was vilified for absolutely nothing. Whereas Zach Ham Hample, 
Hampel, Hampel, whatever, yeah. Hampel, whatever, is doing his thing, and he's he's embraced the douchebag. So, yeah. like, he's Bartman did nothing wrong, and he had sleep nights. I, I actually seen that Hampel kid, the Hampel kid, go in front of like nine year old girls to catch baseballs. I've seen it with my own eyes. Yeah, and that's, I, and, and, I, and, that's I, and that's when Mike said this. When, when Mike said, like, when Mike broke it down. I'm a left-hander. He says, that cocksucker won't even see it coming. And that guy from the Bronx like, you Canadians are fucking crazy. He said, <laughs> like, yeah. Just, just like, we're, it, yeah. We're not. Like, we're, like, we're, like, me and Mike, like, I mean, I'm not, but, like, not so, violent, not, like, not throwing punches, not throwing punches at this stage in our lives by any means. But it's, but it's fun to pretend to want to punch. Oh, yeah. Somebody. The guy calls me, like, these two Canadian guys are going to kick this guy's ass. I'm like, no, no, we're not. We're not. Yeah, go up and tell him to move. Otherwise, he's going to go out in a stretcher. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, Dave, fun little show tonight. We got it in and up out quick. Uh, yeah, weekend baseball. It's all going on. It's a lot of fun here in Vauxhall, Alberta. Got some uh, umpire and chief duties to do tonight, and maybe hit a few Bud Lights out of the uh, Corona Tavern here at uh, Vauxhall tonight. Who knows? Well, do what you got to do and make sure those uh, kids are officiated properly tomorrow. That's all I can ask. Well, I'm sleeping until about 10 o'clock. I don't got a game until 1, so they'll be okay, I think. Oh, wait till the sun Wait till it gets hot. It's good plan. It's good being the scheduler, though, when you can sleep in a little bit. I I can handle some heat. I can't handle hangovers. Okay. Well, don't get hungover. So I'll have to use drink. Slip in a water. I, I won't get hung over anyways. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself. Community round. Can you stick on the ice? And what else, Dave? I want to see no called strikes on high pitches this weekend, Brent. That's how I get out of games, man. Anyways, <laughs> have a good weekend, folks. We'll talk to you on Monday. <laughs>